1: CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents Come in Welcome I'm E.G. Marshall Snuff a candle and it goes out Hide from the human soul all knowledge of its origins and still some flicker of instinct will keep the knowledge alive at a level deep beyond the reach of memory. There are truths which survive in us forever and which we may never know unless one day by merest chance...
2: Robert, who was it that called you? Uh, uh, no one. But I heard the phone ring. You answered it. I could hear your voice. There must have been someone there. No, there was no one. You were talking to a dead connection. Uh, yes, uh, I, I have to go now, dear. But where? When will you be back?
1: I, I don't know. Uh, mystery drama Family Ties was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Percy Granger and stars Terry Keane and Russell Horton. It is easy to lose perspective on our problems. They have a way of becoming too small or too big, and this in turn makes it difficult to know precisely what action to take. Often the hardest thing to do is to admit we have a problem at all. There are those who say if we can recognize a problem, we are halfway to solving it. But sometimes that isn't true. Sometimes that is only the beginning of
2: our troubles. Uh, Mr. Warren?
1: Lieutenant, uh, what can I do for you? Uh,
2: I'm sorry, uh, Lieutenant. Yes? They sent me to see you. Who sent you? The policeman at the front desk.
1: Oh, uh, well... Shut the door, please.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Now, would you uh, like a chair?
2: Uh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Thank you.
1: You are in the right place, aren't you?
2: Is this the Missing Persons Bureau? Yes. Well, then, yes, I am. I, I feel foolish. I, I didn't know there really were Missing Persons Bureau. I mean, except in the movies.
1: Mm-hmm. You have someone who's missing that you want to report?
2: I think so.
1: You think so? Either he's missing or he's not, Miss... Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Uh... Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Mrs. Pendennis. Janet Pendennis. Mm-hmm.
1: And the person you're reporting?
2: My husband. All right. Well, I, uh, I thought he was missing, but now that I'm actually here, I'm not so sure... I mean, Robert's not the type of person you think of as missing.
1: Robert, that's his name? Uh, Yes, but... Uh, uh, Please, Mrs. Pendennis, let's uh, try to keep the momentum going. Description?
2: I, uh... I'm not sure I can.
1: You can't describe your own husband? Why not?
2: We've been married so long as it's 15 years. Uh
1: Well, perhaps you have a photograph.
2: Oh, yes, right here in my purse. He's, uh, slight... A, a receding hairline, dark hair, horn rimmed glasses, mm-hmm. an impeccable dresser.
1: Yes, uh, could I see the picture?
2: Oh, of course.
1: Sorry. Oh, that, that's all right. There's nothing to be nervous about. Uh-huh. He, um, he looks like an accountant.
2: Yes, that's what he is.
1: Oh. Well, that answers my next question. Now, um, what makes you think he's missing?
2: He hasn't been home for two days. hmm.
1: And is this unusual?
2: Well, for Robert, it is. I mean, he's always home every night right after work. It's only during tax season that he occasionally has to make trips to work on clients' returns. But he always tells me where he's going, and he calls me every night. Right. And you've heard nothing? No. Now,
1: were there any circumstances surrounding his disappearance?
2: Oh, no. I I, I hope not. Well, I mean anything
1: unusual that uh, might serve as a clue. Oh, uh, yes.
2: Yes, he... Hung up the phone and, and walked out. Hung up the phone? Uh, and I've uh, got this piece of paper No, Now, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't you start at the beginning, Mrs. Pendennis?
2: About four days ago, I began receiving phone calls. Or Robert did, because every time I answered, the party would hang up. Uh, without speaking to you? Yes. I thought it was just a crank caller. But this happened several times. Then two nights ago, the phone rang again. I was busy, so Robert answered it. <sighs>
1: Did you overhear any of the conversation?
2: No, I heard nothing. Uh, several minutes later, I walked into the living room, and he was gone. And for two days now, I haven't had any communication with him whatsoever.
1: Right now, now, you mentioned a piece of paper.
2: Oh, yes, here. I just discovered it today.
1: Well, this paper's blank.
2: No. If you look carefully, you'll notice the pressure of the pen left a clear indentation.
1: Uh, is it, it looks like an address. It's
2: from the notepad we keep by the phone. I think Robert must have jotted it down as he was speaking. Uh-huh. This is his handwriting? Yes. Hmm. Well, could it be the address of one of his tax clients? Oh, I doubt it. As you can see, the address isn't a very good area of the city because of Robert's family name, his clientele are all pretty fancy.
1: Hmm. Pendennis. Dennis. Hmm.
2: Is he related to Jacob
1: Pendennis, the industrialist? Yes, that was his father. Hmm, I remember reading about that case. Pendennis was murdered, wasn't he? And robbed in his own home.
2: Yes. uh, Robert wasn't quite born at the time. He he never knew his father.
1: Well, I'll uh, go out right away and check on this address, Mrs. Pendennis. With luck, we'll have some word on your husband in a couple of hours.
2: Who's that? Uh, Lieutenant Warren, police. What do you want? Could I speak to you for a moment? Do you have a search warrant? Well, no, but that's. Well, then not... you can't come in. The uh, the
1: name on the mailbox downstairs says Grady. Is Is that you? Yes, Elsa Grady.
2: Am I in trouble?
1: Uh, no, I'm with the Missing Persons Bureau, Mrs. Grady, um... Do you want to see my
2: passport?
1: No, that that's not necessary. I have
2: it. I could show it to you, but you can't come in.
1: Do you know a Mr. Robert Pendennis? Uh, he, he's an accountant. I don't need an accountant. Uh, here, this is his
2: picture. Why should I know him? Well, we have reason to believe he might have come here. Why would anyone want to come to see me? Well, I I don't know. I've uh, only got one room here, you see? And it's got my whole life. But you can't come in.
1: Uh, uh, do you have any relatives, family? Why? Well, someone who might be using Mr. Pendennis' services.
2: No, I have no relatives. I have no family. Do you go out frequently? Could he have come by while you were out? I never go out. Oh, not even to shop? I never go out. Uh, excuse me, I must go now. see. I'm going to die soon.
1: Oh, I'm sorry if I disturbed you, but... Mrs. Grady?
2: Mm. Yes? Oh, hello, Lieutenant. Come in. Did you find anything?
1: Oh, I'm afraid not. This address is for a one-room tenement apartment in the south end. It's occupied by an elderly lady, a shut-in.
2: A shut-in?
1: Never goes out. Keeps the blinds down, the TV running.
2: What business could Rob possibly have with a person like that?
1: Her name is Elsa Grady. Does that name ring a bell? No. She said she didn't know your husband, hadn't seen him.
2: Well, I'm sorry, but I, I haven't any other evidence to give you.
1: We'll do all the usual things, check the local hospitals, jails, so forth. Circulate his picture and description.
2: Is there anything I can do?
1: Have you got access to his client files?
2: Yes. He keeps a duplicate set here at home. He often works at night in his study. Mm.
1: Well, you could go through those, see if Elsa Grady's name or address appears in any of them. Uh, and we'll keep in touch. And, of course, call me immediately if you hear anything.
2: But even if there were some connection to one of his clients, why would Rob just disappear like this? I mean, without a word. He must know I'm worried. Why hasn't he called? I know something's happened to him, Lieutenant. I know it. (laughs)
1: How good to see you Come in
2: Thank you, Douglas
1: Well, to what do I owe the pleasure of this visit? How's Robert?
2: Well, the answer to the first question is that I don't know the answer to the second Oh, He's vanished Vanished? It's been three days now I haven't heard a word
1: Uh, How uncharacteristic of him You uh, didn't have a fight, did
2: you? No, no I've already been to the police.
1: Yeah, the family's never liked publicity, Janet. You should have come straight to me. I've been the Pendennis family lawyer for 40 years.
2: Well, that's why I'm here now. The police are no help at all. I want to hire a private investigator.
1: Can you tell me what happened?
2: Rob got a phone call and then just disappeared. He wrote down an address. Uh
1: Oh, have you got that with you?
2: Yes. Now, the police have already been there. It's a... Tenement apartment in the south end Occupied by an old woman a shut-in
1: Did Robert know her?
2: I don't know how or why Her name is Elsa Grady
1: What uh, could a private investigator do?
2: We'll see if that woman was in some way Connected to one of Rob's tax clients
1: Uh, That could open a real can of worms
2: I've looked through the files myself I didn't see anything But someone who's trained maybe
1: Rob has a large clientele, Janet It could get expensive I don't care about the expense Uh, Of course not Uh, But you realize it could also take a good deal of time uh, To say nothing of possibly violating the client's privileged relationship with Robert
2: Douglas, Robert is missing He might be hurt, he might be in trouble
1: Uh, Bring the files to my office Uh, Better still, I'll send someone over for them and go through them myself Uh, But I'm sure Robert will turn up soon
2: he is not an inconsiderate person I have an idea Why don't we go to this address
1: ourselves? What's the use? Well, perhaps the police frightened the old woman Perhaps if she saw you, the wife If she did have anything to tell
2: us She would Oh, yes Yes, that's a good idea Let's go Mrs. Grady?
1: There doesn't seem to be anyone here. Mrs. Grady?
2: There has to be. Lieutenant Warren said she never went out. Mrs. Grady, please. Janet. Well, the the door's open. You can't go in. She's not here. Room is a mess. Looks like there's been a fight. Uh, Or someone searching for something. Bureau drawers all pulled out. Oh, good Lord. What?
1: Uh, nothing.
2: What's that you found?
1: But well, It's just an empty picture frame. It seems to be pure silver. Is all an odd thing to find in an apartment like this.
2: Oh, it's beautiful. Something from the past. So sad to think of people growing old. Being alone. Hmm. What?
1: On the bed sheets there. Stains that uh, look like blood.
2: Douglas, what could have happened? Do you think she's been kidnapped? Or worse? Oh. What's the matter? Oh, I, I stepped on something. Douglas. Hi. It's a tie clasp.
1: Do you uh, recognize it?
2: Yes. I gave this tie clasp to Robert on our last wedding anniversary. See it has his initials, RJP. So he was here. But where is he now? And what's happened to that old woman?
1: What has happened indeed? It is always advisable to end an act with a question or two to ponder during the interval, don't you think? Although Robert has not appeared in our story, I find I've formed a very distinct impression of him shy, polite, a man of strict habits, altogether not the sort of person to act irresponsibly. So then, just what is going on? The plot will thicken decidedly when I return with Act Two. Successful marriages are based on many things. Compromise consideration caring there is no reason thus far at any rate to think janet and robert's marriage was not successful but then what was it that lured robert away from his home late one night leaving his wife frantic and distraught let us return to our story for it has been said that there is an explanation for everything under the sun
2: robert didn't do anything to that old woman I'll bet he wasn't even here. Someone planted this pin. Well, that's possible, Of course, Robert has been kidnapped, and someone's planning to blackmail him. No, Janet, you're being exotic. Am I? There's a great deal of money still in the Pendennis family, isn't there?
1: I'm going to call the police. Well, of course, you're right, Janet. The police have to be told about this. Come, I'll take you home, and then take care of calling Lieutenant Warren. If that's all right with you. What? That I'll call the police.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Thank you, Douglas. Oh, it's such a relief at a time like this. To have someone I can trust. Mrs. Dennis. Hello, Lieutenant. Well, Have you heard from your husband? No. I, uh... I came here to make a confession. A confession? Yes.
1: Okay. Well, please, uh, shut the door. Oh.
2: I don't think I... I did it on purpose. I mean, I wasn't consciously intending to do it. I didn't even realize I still had it in my hand until I got home. Oh,
1: what are you talking about?
2: The tie clasp. Tie clasp? The one that was in Mrs. Grady's apartment. You were probably wondering what happened to it. Well, here it is. It is Robert's but I'm sure that he... Uh,
1: whoa, whoa. Now, w- would you mind taking me back a couple of steps? Uh, this was in Grady's apartment? Uh, how do you know? How, how did you get it? Well,
2: didn't Mr. Jimson tell you? Well,
1: who's Mr. Jimson?
2: Douglas Jimson. He's the Pendennis family lawyer. Didn't he call you? No. Well oh, he said he would. We went to that old woman's apartment. And she's vanished too. And you found this tie clasp.
1: Uh, these are your husband's initials, R.J. Yes,
2: Robert Jacob Pendennis. The Jacob was for his father, the one who was murdered by his secretary.
1: Hmm. Well, what else did you find?
2: Some, uh, some blood.
1: Did you close the door when you left? Yes. Well, excuse
2: me, we'd better get down there right away. Oh, uh, what was that lawyer's name? Douglas Jimpson. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the story on him? Well, oh, he's with an old Boston firm. His reputation is impeccable. Mm, well, then why do you suppose he didn't call me? Well, I don't know. Maybe he thought he was protecting Robert, but Robert might be in trouble. I don't believe for one minute he'd hurt an old lady, and I don't think Douglas believes that either. Well, that brings us back to my
1: original question: Why didn't he call?
2: I, I don't know. Janet. Robert, you're. you're home. You. Uh, uh, are you all right? Well,
1: uh, sure, honey. I'm,
2: I'm fine. Oh, Rob, I've been so worried. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I, t- I tried to call you. Did you? Yes, several times. There was never any
2: answer. Well, I have been out a lot, but I was so concerned. What happened to you? Uh,
1: uh I've got a client in Dallas, an oil man. He called me, said he's being audited by the government. You know how Texans are. When they yell, you jump. But uh, you
2: could have told me. What are you doing with your suitcase? I, uh, have to go back. To
1: Dallas? Uh, yes, it's uh, going to take longer than I thought, and I, uh, I, um needed some things, some stuff for my files. Did you get what you needed? Uh, yes. Uh, look, darling, I've, uh, just got time to get back to the airport. I'll, I'll call you from Dallas.
2: Your files aren't here. What? What? How could you get something from your files if they aren't here? What do you mean they're not here? They're in Douglas Jimson's office. Oh. Rob, what is going on?
1: Uh, I, I, I told you I have a you client. You don't to...
2: have any clients in Dallas. I know. I've been through your files. Why? To try to find out what this address meant. How did you get this? You wrote it on the notepad by the phone, and it left an imprint. Well, then it was you who sent the police there. Yes, I was worried. You shouldn't have done that. So you were there. The tie clasp wasn't planted. You were there the whole time? I have got to go, Jair. Please, I don't have much time. What is the matter? What is going on? I can explain everything, but not now. There, There isn't time. I shouldn't have come home at all. Are you in
1: trouble? No, no, I'm okay, really. That, you have got to promise me that you will stay away from the police. Don't go to them anymore. Why? I am your husband. The police mustn't be brought into this. It's someone
2: after that, you? No, that, please listen to me. Did you say you told Douglas about this? He seemed the logical person to turn to. When you went to that apartment, did he go with you? Yes. And you went in? You looked around? Yes. How did he react? What do you mean? Did he say anything? Uh, no. You're sure? He told me he would take care of calling the police, but I don't, he, he never did.
1: Ah. That's it. You mustn't see him again.
2: Why not? It's not safe. Rob, he's like part of the family. I have got to go now. Will you trust me? I don't. Are you all right? Yes. It's just something that's come up that I have to do. How long? Uh, A a few days at the most. And I'll be back. I promise. And then you can tell me what's going on? Yes. If what I think is going to happen does, I can tell you Everything. (laughs) May I come in? Oh, what do you want?
1: Well, we've just uh, finished our search of the apartment. I thought you might like to know what we found. May I come in? Oh,
2: yes, of course. I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yes, I'm fine.
1: This uh, case has taken a rather curious turn, Mrs. Pendennis. I'm going to have to ask you some questions about your husband's family.
2: I'll try to be of what help I can. Did you find out what happened to that woman?
1: Mm, not yet, but we found out who she is.
2: Her name is Elsa Grady?
1: No, no, it isn't. Her name is Shelley Malone. Shelley
2: Malone? But that's the woman who... who killed Robert's father, the secretary. That's right.
1: Did your husband ever say anything to you about Shelley?
2: Well, he told me the story of the murder case, but that was all.
1: Mm -hmm. He never expressed any feelings about her?
2: He would never talk about it. Do you think he harbored a hatred of her? You mean it enough to take revenge? Yes. No. Robert wouldn't do something like that. He couldn't.
1: People are known to do exceptional things when family ties are involved, especially an old family like the Pendennises.
2: But all of this happened before Robert was even born. He never knew this woman. He never even knew his father. I think he always felt very very removed from the whole thing. Mm -hmm,
1: Perhaps. But his mother was fanatical on the subject. She tried for years to track Shelley Malone down. There's even evidence that she made it known she'd be willing to pay to have Shelley killed.
2: Mrs. Pendennis was a very unstable woman, Lieutenant, especially in her last years. Mm -hmm.
1: Still, it's possible that these feelings she transmitted to her son... As I recall the story, Shelley Malone was Jacob Pendennis' secretary for about seven years, and then in January of 1938, he fired her. Yes? Uh, Do you know the reason?
2: I'm not sure. I think it was a question of her competence. Mm
1: -hmm. Shelley was known as something of a hothead. After she was let go, she was heard to threaten her former employer's life.
2: Well, that was the Depression years. It must have been a terrible time to be out of work.
1: Yes, but Jacob Pendennis was murdered several months later. Mrs. Pendennis went into his study and caught Shelley there, rifling his safe. Her husband was slumped over his desk, stabbed to death. Is that right?
2: Yes. Uh, no. Douglas Jimson was with her, with Mrs. Pendennis. Hmm. Jimson
1: again. So he was involved in this,
2: huh? I believe both he and Mrs. Pendennis testified at the inquest. He was a young lawyer then. He'd just been hired by the family. He was at the house on business, and Mrs. Pendennis was showing him into her husband's study. And that's how they came on Shelley? Yes. She fled before either of them could recover enough to stop her.
1: And she was never found, never brought to trial. The case was closed. Until now.
2: Do you really suspect Robert of doing something to her?
1: That's how it looks. Frankly, what other business could he have with her?
2: But how, how, how did he find her?
1: Oh, who knows? A good private detective. Willingness to keep at it, to pay whatever was
2: necessary. Lieutenant, Robert was here. When? Less than an hour ago when I came home from the police station. Well,
1: well where is he now?
2: I don't know. I caught him by surprise. He was packing a suitcase.
1: Didn't you try to stop him?
2: Yes, but I didn't know... Well,
1: did he admit to going to Shelley's apartment? Yes. So he was probably there when I came to the door. That explains the fear in Shelley's voice when I talked to her. That's that's what she was trying to tell me. What? Well, she kept saying I couldn't come in, almost as if she wanted me to contradict her. And then, as I was leaving, she told me she was going to die. She was trying to alert me, and I I just... Wrote it off to the craziness of an old shut-in. After your husband left, why didn't you call
2: the police? He asked me not to. Mrs. Pendennis, we are talking about a possible murder charge. Yes, I know. But he said he could explain what was happening. Did he? No, he said he would when he came back in a few days. A A few days? He promised. Mrs. Pendennis,
1: I'm afraid it's very possible we may never see your husband again. We begin with an event A man's disappearance And build on that Complications are added that change the direction of the story Characters who seemed bad turn out to be good Or vice versa Gradually, for the persons at the center of the drama And the audience The world begins to take on the aspect of a gigantic illusion Where does the truth lie? When is a lie the truth? The answers would seem to hang suspended somewhere between Lieutenant Warren's persistence and Janet Pendennis' instincts. We will find out precisely where when I return with our final act. Nine months to create a man, said Pascal, and a lifetime to know him. And sometimes, we might add, not even then. For before whom do we really stand, revealed. Janet Pendennis might have wished for a bit more revelation from her husband before his second disappearance, for now she finds herself the wife of a suspected murderer.
2: You're accusing Robert of killing that old woman?
1: I'll have to ask that a warrant be issued for his arrest. And I'd appreciate it if you'd do me a favor. Don't call Douglas Jimson.
2: Why not?
1: I'm going over to see him now. Now that we know who the old woman is, I'm more curious than ever why he didn't call the police. Is there anyone else still living who worked for Jacob Pendennis?
2: Well, his business manager was a man named Gilbert Cleeg. I believe Douglas mentioned recently that he's living north of here in Gloucesterville. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you. I know this isn't easy, and I appreciate your cooperation. If it's any consolation, homicide will be coming onto the case now. If nothing else, that increases our chances of finding your husband. Tell me, Mr. Jimson, are you still retained by the Pendennis family? Oh, not really, no. Yeah, I do occasional legal work for them, but I'm more retired than not. hmm Sir, you were a witness to Jacob Pendennis's murder, weren't you? Jacob? Uh, yes. Oh, not to the actual murder itself. No, uh, Mrs. Pendennis and I came upon the scene uh, minutes too late to prevent it. But uh, what does all that have to do with Robert? Well, I'm just trying to figure this out. That murder received a lot of press. Jacob Pendennis was a distinguished man. It's an old Boston family. The police were obliged to do their best to find the woman who was accused of... What was her name? Uh, Malone, I believe. Uh, Shelley Malone. Yes. It's the biggest manhunt in Boston's history. Couldn't locate her. And yet now, nearly 40 years later, she suddenly surfaces. And right here in Boston. Really? You mean she's still alive? How, Mr. Jensen?
2: Who found her?
1: I don't know. Was it you? I'm afraid I don't really know what you're getting at, Lieutenant. You went to her apartment with Janet Pendennis? Yes. And? She wasn't there. Neither was Robert. You told Mrs. Pendennis not to call the police, that you'd take care of doing it. I see. And you want to know why I didn't call? My first responsibility is to my clients, Lieutenant, to protect them. Sir, two minutes ago, you told me the Pendennis's were no longer your clients. Well, Lieutenant, are you trying to implicate me in all this? You knew it was Shelley Malone's apartment. Yes, but not before I went there. I had no idea that she was still living. How did you find out it was her apartment? By a silver picture frame on the bureau. I remember Jacob had given it to her that Christmas. What about the phone calls? What phone calls? The ones Janet answered when the other party hung up. The one Robert answered just before he vanished. I know nothing about them, Lieutenant, I assure you. Your assurances aren't worth a great deal to me, Mr. Jimson. As far as I'm concerned, you're an accomplice in this whole business. A suspected accomplice. And anyway, what business? Shelley Malone's abduction and possible death. Are you really that keen on revenge after all these years? No. How much money did she steal? I just remember the exact amount. A few thousand dollars, perhaps. Hardly enough to warrant the kind of fanatical activity you're trying to lay at my doorstep. Uh, We need to talk to anyone else who might still be alive, who was part of the Pendennis household at that time. Well, I'm afraid you're out of luck there. Everyone's gone, except me. Well, what about Gilbert Klieg? According to Janet, he's living in Gloucesterville. Oh, really? I didn't know Oh, that's interesting, Mr. Jimson. Since you're the one who told her Uh, Lieutenant You spoke to Shelley Malone, didn't you? When you went to her apartment the first time Yes Uh, What was your impression of her? Why? Well, she was addled, you know Always Jacob treated her with every kindness But uh, she was prone to uh, bizarre fantasies he finally forced Jacob to let her go. Are you telling me she was crazy? Well, I hate to use labels. And you have a particular fantasy in mind you want to tell me about? Uh, no. I see. Just planting the seed for later, then, is that it? In case she has something she wants to tell us? Good day, Mr. Jimson. Yes. Uh, you uh, Janet Pendennis. Yes. Uh, Robert's wife? Uh, my name is Gilbert Cleed. I worked for Robert's father at one time. I was his business manager. Oh, yes. Uh, please come in. Uh, thank you. I uh, hope I'm uh, not disturbing you. Oh, no. I'm very glad. Uh,
2: please forgive the house. Forgive my appearance.
1: Oh, I understand. I've heard about Robert's disappearance. I gather the police suspect Robert... of possibly hurting Miss Malone. So I thought it might be important uh, to come to see you. Yes? You see, I always had my doubts... uh, whether it really was Sherry who killed Jacob. Why? Well, shortly after she was dismissed... I was going over the accounts, and I came up $8,500 short. I pointed this out to Jacob. He was very meticulous about money. He had to be in those times. But this didn't bother him. Told me to just credit it to his miscellaneous account. That's a fair
2: amount of money. Yeah.
1: And after his death, when Shelley was accused of robbing him as well... Uh, the amount in question was just that. Eighty-five hundred dollars.
2: It sounds like Jacob gave her the money. Yeah. Well, why didn't you mention this at the time?
1: Well, I wanted to check through the books again. Before I could, I was let go.
2: By Mrs. Pendennis? Yeah. You think Shelley was framed? Mm,
1: possibly. But the question, then, is why Jacob gave her the money at all?
2: Could Shelley have been blackmailing oh, him?
1: No. Shelley wasn't that kind of person. For all her wildness, she wasn't a criminal.
2: Yet she was accused of
1: murder... By Mrs. Pendennis and Douglas Jimson. Uh, tell me, Janet, how did Robert find Shelley...
2: I don't know. There was a phone call, a number of phone calls, but when I answered, the person hung up. I see. I think it was Shelley herself
1: made those calls. Shelley. Why? I have an idea where they might be. It's a long shot, but if you're up to a drive, we could go there together.
2: Oh, Mr. Clegg, I'm so nervous and worried I'll go anywhere.
1: Well, the place I have in mind... Is Dennis Wood, up the main coast.
2: The old Pendennis summer estate?
1: Mm mm-hmm. It's secluded by that.
2: Robert, when he left, he took a heavy topcoat and gloves. It would be getting cold up there this time of year. But. Then you don't think Shelley's dead?
1: No. I got a different idea. Uh, but we can talk on the way up.
2: We can take my car. Just give me a minute to run upstairs and throw some things in a travel bag. I'm ready, Mr. Clegg. I'm sorry I kept you...
1: Wi- uh, that's perfectly all right, Janet. Douglas. It uh, gave me a chance to catch up with you. Has uh, Robert contacted you yet? No. Are you telling me the truth? You know nothing.
2: Where... Where's Mr. Clegg? Well, you can see he's gone. What have you done to him?
1: I told him Robert had been found. That I was here to take you down to police headquarters.
2: You've done something terrible, haven't you? Why didn't you call the police? You don't want them to find Rob. You want him to kill Shelley because she knows the truth. That's right. She knows the truth. She didn't kill Jacob, did she? No. What have you done? What are you trying to cover up?
1: Cleek thinks Robert might be a Dennis Wood. That's as good a gamble as any.
2: You're going up there?
1: Yes. With you. No. I have a gun with me, Janet. And it is quite imperative that I get to Robert before the police do.
2: What are you going to do? I don't know. Did you kill Robert's father? No. But uh, I might as well have. Who did?
1: Mrs. Pendennis. His wife? She confessed to me. I didn't ask her to. I didn't want her to.
2: Shelley? Shelley was innocent. And for 40 years she's been living in hiding. Did you see how she was living?
1: Mrs. Pendennis was willing to pay a great deal of money for someone to... uh, Corroborate her story. I was young. It's no excuse. My career has been beyond reproach, except for that one mistake.
2: One mistake? You could have put an end to it any time you wanted. I
1: know, I know. But out of sight, out of mind. Oh, that's terrible. I realize, but that's how it is. I figured, Shelley, it got off somewhere. Made a fresh start, a decent life for herself. I never dreamed that she was still in Boston.
2: But why? Why did Mrs. Pendennis kill her husband? I can't tell
1: you that. Not yet.
2: What are you going to do? I don't know. Will you stop asking me that? Kill Robert? Kill me? I have a
1: gun. I can't use it. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to do.
2: Where's the house? Yes, there's the light on. In one of the downstairs rooms. Someone is here. What? It's Rob. I can see him through the window. Oh, no. What? Shelley is with him. She's lying on the sofa. He's about to smother her. Is she did. Yes, she, she just oh. passed away. Oh, it looked like you were you were trying to smother her. I was I was pulling the sheet up to cover her face. Oh, Rob, what's the matter? You're crying.
1: That's because Shelley Malone was his mother. What? And Jacob had an affair and she was dismissed because she was pregnant Jacob thought by giving her a large sum of money it would discharge his obligation but after Robert was born she came back to see him she hoped that by showing him his son she might persuade him to leave his wife instead Mrs. Pendennis discovered them And when she learned the truth, she stabbed Jacob. Shelley fled, and Robert was left behind. Under the pretext of grieving for Jacob's death, Mrs. Pendennis went into seclusion for a number of months. And when she emerged, Robert was her child, and her place in the lucrative bosom of the Pendennis family was insured.
2: And Robert never knew? No.
1: No, I was given the job of destroying the real birth records and seeing that new ones were forged. Oh, Robert,
2: are you all right?
1: She wouldn't even let me take her to a hospital. She was coughing up blood. We both knew she was dying. But she was still afraid she might be arrested.
2: Then it was Shelly who called you.
1: Did you realize I knew who it was? I suspected the whole truth the minute I heard her voice.
2: Even
1: before she told me. I think her face before, you know. She watched her grow up. She followed me. Even though every time she went out, she was terrified she might be caught. And the only Do you her.
2: know... Would take the hand of a corner. No, Robert, I don't. I can only imagine.
1: It is said that the mind registers impressions from the very moment of birth. That these impressions are stored away and never lost, and that under extraordinary circumstances they may be retrieved. All his life, Robert had carried within him the knowledge of his true origins, but only at the last possible moment had this truth revealed itself. I'll return with a final word in a few moments. Shelley Malone was given a small, dignified burial. For his part in the crime, Douglas Jimson was disbarred for life and sent to jail for a number of years. As for Janet and Robert, people say they don't know a couple more devoted to the care and raising of their own children. Our cast included Russell Horton, Terry Keene, and Ray Owens. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale.
2: I picked up the receiver. And right away, there was a guy there saying that the money was ready to be picked up even though Haseem was dead. And there was this man who tried to follow me. Only the taxi driver, a marvelous guy named Jake Brown, was able to lose him. And then it... <gasps> who are you? You're the man who followed me. I did not even try to. You have a very
1: clear voice. When you told the cab driver where you were going, i could hear it even across the street
2: how how did you get in here
1: if you leave the keys in the door who cannot follow come along we must leave what do you mean leave oh, my dear young lady if you must involve yourself in international intrigue you must take the consequence mrs e g marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater